With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy Friday evening. The semifinal round has concluded. We've had the blood round and... I think it's one we're we're always going to remember. I'm Christian Piles, joined today by Tyler Meisinger. Yo. And um, I just grabbed someone uh, <laughs> to do this show with me because I needed help. And Tyler was just going to go back to the place and text chicks. So I was like. I do be uh, doing that. No, I have a girlfriend. He has a, he has a girlfriend. She definitely listens to FRL. So <laughs> we need to cover our bases there. But my gosh, we, we got to start. First off, Spencer Lee lost. He lost to Matt Ramos. He got pinned. And, and the match, what it was like a nightmare unfolding the whole time for, for Spencer. Starts off bad. Just quick two and two from Ramos. And Spencer fights out, gets away, takes top, which is something, if you listen to FRL, we've been kind of clamoring for for a while. Gets on top. He gets the turn. He gets four near fall in the second. You're like, okay, kind of back in business, but you know the third period is going to be something. And then they go neutral in the third, and he gets the takedown. And at that point... You're thinking it's over. It's seven yeah. four Spencer under a minute to go, and there's this challenge. Challenge goes um, Spencer's way. They get the takedown uh, ruled, and there's like 50 seconds left on the restart. Ramos gets away, and, and at that point, you're thinking Spencer's probably going to ride this out because he had ridden him the entire second period. But Ramos gets away, and then Spencer just kind of—I don't know if he was trying to score, or if he was just trying to <clears throat> eat out time, or. It was it, the whole match was strange because Spencer fired off a ton of attacks, and he was really getting extremely. He was not getting in deep. Anyway, no. he was really favoring his single leg, which if you watch Spencer, he's high crotch is his primary attack, and he was all single, all single, and then he fires off this attack in the third, and just gets. He's kind. Of, if you you've seen it, probably all of you. He's kind of just sitting on his butt and. Um, they're not in a great position, and Ramos, but they're kind of static there. And Ramos gets his head pinch, and just takes him through, catches an arm in a weird way. It looked at first like Spencer was just going to go all the way through, though, and end up yeah. in a better position because you don't see a lot of guys who can like out scramble Spencer. No, know? no, and he's you know he's got out some sticky situations this tournament. You know, like Noto almost put him on his back a second time with a half Nelson. He found a way to get out, but then Ramos 
puts him on his back and at that point it was over and then he steps over it gets the fall it's it's there's like what five seconds left yeah it, it, i mean we'll, we'll talk about this one one forever but it's up there with with among the biggest this is maybe the biggest upset since owings well, gable we were talking about this before because yeah gable was one he could he didn't have the opportunity to win four instead of right. titles right so he could only win three because mm-hmm. we were talking about how there's been no four-timer there's who didn't there's been no person who's going for their fourth title who didn't win it yeah there's been no person who won three titles yeah. was going for their fourth and then didn't actually win it spencer's the first one yeah just just a just a nightmare and um nothing you could have i mean ramos believed and and shout out to him in the moments really as much about matt ramos it's not a you know he didn't catch him right he scored how many points in this match he scored uh he was down four He's down. Five, he had five, and then he got six. So he scored eleven points on Spencer and got the fall. So it wasn't just a one exchange match, but the, the way the way it materialized in that third period is just the, the stuff of legends for for Matt Ramos. And now he's got he's, man. How do you not feel like you just won NCAs? Yeah, because you definitely didn't. You've got Pat Glory who yeah. is looking fantastic, and I'm sure we're going to be referring back to the Spencer match for a, t- a time. And you know, the big question right now is like, hey, is, is he going to wrestle back for? For third, Spencer, how healthy is he? You know, that's kind of uh, a frequent question of Spencer. Like, is he fully healthy? And, you know, he looked okay. There were some definitely some moments where you're like, is he right? And I actually thought in this match was the one where he looked the most, like, maybe off, right? And just in terms of neutral, right? He's just so, such an automatic takedown. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll – you know, all eyes will be on Spencer. Man, you got to make the walk after you're trying to make history. And, you know, you won three PA state titles and you lose in, in dramatic fashion to win your fourth uh, to Austin DeSanto. And then to have it unfold this the way it did here, is, it's just insane. Um, we'll be talking about it for a while. I, w- I, will, I've, I haven't uh, been to as many NCAAs as you have. Yeah. I, I've been to, th- I think, three. Yeah. And but this was by far the loudest I've ever heard a crowd get at at this tournament. It yeah, was... it, it in the loudest moments I've been a part of have always been when Iowa's lost. Um, <laughs> it's in they're just they're they are still. I mean, despite Penn State's excellence, I feel like no one they people the the crowd just wants to see them lose. And yeah. um, when Gilman lost to Moisey in that. Um, in that quarter, that was or semi, excuse me, that was that was one of the loudest moments I can ever remember. Um, when when Caldwell beat Metcalf, I was there. It was it was insane, and yeah, this it was it was it was very very loud for it. Um, yeah, cr- crazy match, insane. Yeah, um, well, and and just so you guys know, as you're listening to this, I'm, I'm going to look through the brackets and talk through some things we saw. We, we're the, What Tyler and I and some of us are, are doing, we're running around a lot, so we're not just sitting watching. I'm getting, you know, I'm grabbing Killing Cardinal after the blood round. I'm grabbing Eddie Ventresca after these guys win. So I'm not watching as, as everything, but I, I, you know, I'll talk about what I saw or what, what's happening in this team race. And, and speaking of this team race, it's, it's – you know, basically over. Um, yeah. Penn State balling out as they do. They put five in the finals. Um, um, but why don't we just go through the weights um, and then we'll, we'll get to Penn State's, you know, 
incredible performances as we talked through them. Glory really dominated. He got a takedown right away against Cronin and, and was kind of um, sort of over before it started. Cronin really didn't give him have many opportunities to win. Looking at this, uh, the backside, Cardinal takes out Unger to place. I interviewed him after. He he had surgery 27 days ago on his knee and really? uh, and placed. So that's a really, really surprising um, thing. But we had a 28 and a 27 seed place. Uh, this bracket blew up early, but sometimes brackets will blow up early, and then the big stories don't actually make it all the way. They right. don't end up placing, but Eddie Ventresca and Killing Carnell both end up placing. Um, Spencer would have Brandon Courtney uh, in his first match back, so an NCAA final rematch in, at that point. And Cronin would have Noto, who knocked off Cardinal. So that's that's the scene at 125. 133, Vito Orujao just dominated, oh dominated Dayton. He got he was up 2-0 after one, and you're like, okay, Dayton's still in it. And then it just got worse from there. I don't know. I don't know, like... Just looking at watching their Olympic trials match from 2021, it looks like Dayton just had a hard time scoring on him. So I I felt kind of like once I saw Vito was up 2-0, I was like I kind of felt confident that Vito was going to win it. Yeah, um, man, he he just was all over him. And you, I kind of what was the final score like 10 to three or something? 11 three. He got the major. Yeah. He put him on his back at the end. Um, and then on the top semi, RBY. And McGee go into overtime in a match where McGee put himself in, in position to win, um, but couldn't quite. I mean, Roman was so savvy at the end, gets the takedown and sudden victory, and now he it's Roman versus Vito for the for the NCAA title as he looks to become a, a three-time NCAA champ. And in the third period, for a little bit there, I thought McGee had it won. Yeah. But Roman just stayed so, like, cool-headed, like, just, just made it happen. Yeah, he's uh, obviously poised. Uh, for those moments, Fix is going to have Nagao and McGee is going to have Mendez. Mendez has won three straight matches in Ultimate Tiebreakers. Oh my god! Which uh, shout out to Jesse Mendez's parents having to deal with that. That's <laughs> a that's a stressful life. He beat Bird in Ultimate Tiebreakers, and then he beat Latona in Ultimate Tiebreakers. So quite a quite a run there. And then he beat what? Well, Ragson says decision one one. Doesn't say tiebreakers, but I'm pretty sure that was a tiebreaker. It was a tiebreaker, yeah. Um, so that's crazy. Latona beats Philippine around a 12, which is super sad. Um, and j- just talk a little bit, you know, Tyler, we're down here. We're just like, you're just surrounded by <laughs> agony and ecstasy everywhere. It is this like, is like, this is the round that everyone's the most excited for. But by the time you get over with it, it's just like, man, this is also the, the saddest round ever. It, it's insane. And just even just being an observer of it is like, listen, it's nothing like being in the shoes uh, and associated with the teams and the athletes or being them, but like it is a thing. It's like, man, you really you empathize with the with the losers, and you you're so pumped for the guys that win. It's it's a weird thing just to be walking around. It's it's as uh, I don't know. Enjoy. I do enjoy it, but it is uh, one of the more like memorable aspects of the, the entire, not just this tournament, but just like the job. It's like, man, just you're so close to these raw emotions yeah. and just like and I, I bring that up because you know just seeing Mickey Philippi not get on the podium his his senior year knowing just what he's about what he's like just a good guy and it's just like I, I say it all the time I think it even more like this sport just doesn't give a crap 
it is just so unfortunate. There's so few happy endings. There's no, I mean, who's got a happy ending in this sport? <laughs> the, the legends of legends, it's like, okay, John Smith, Kale, yeah. even Kale came back, right? And like, you know, Tom, it's like the walk-off move is like the move to make, right? Because it, it, everyone's got an expiration date and there's no, yeah, there's nothing romantic that, that's guaranteed here. Yeah. Um, Nagao Oreen punched through, and then Nagao beats Oreeny for the uh, to set up the fix match. Fix Nagao. That's to me, it's an interesting match because I think Nagao is just wrestling so well. Um, but that's thirty-three. Any other thoughts there, Timo? No, it'll be fun to see Oreeny and uh, Latona again. Oh yeah, good call for eight, seventh, and eighth. Demon time. <laughs> Forty-one. Um, not, not as much drama here. I mean, Woods put it on Brock Hardy. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, no one's talking about this. This was a, they had two just absolute nail biters, and then Real Woods went insane and beat them 11 to 1. Uh, extremely dominant performance there. Alirez cruises over Bo Bartlett 6 2. Um, and yeah, I mean, it sets up the, the final that everyone's been talking about, right? Yeah. Everyone's been talking about this. They've been clearly the two best guys all season long, and they make it to this point, and they'll settle it tomorrow. And I mean, I picked Woods, but man, you can't be confident in either side here. Alirez just seems like I don't know. I didn't spend, I didn't watch him too much last year. I didn't spend too much time with him, but like he just, I think that speaks to like how much he's turned it on this year. Like mm-hmm. the fact that I've just seen him everywhere, and he just seems like unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, no one really scores on him. Yeah, and he's he's just automatic takedown or two every match, and he gets off the bottom. So, good luck with that. But real Woods could have the recipe to do it. Down in the blood round, South Dakota State punches through with Clay Carlson. Gritty 7-6 win there. Uh, late, late score to beat Allen Hart. I mean, I was – and this is the – you know, you're, you're watching these things, and Brian Smith's, like, standing right next to you while he's watching this guy from 10 mats away trying to see it, and then they lose. It's like, yeah. oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Carlson gets it done there. Phileas for Purdue. I mean, what a magical night for Purdue. Purdue, yeah. I mean, in – Andy has an article going up about all the blood round losses for Tony Ersland at Purdue. Like, you're talking ultimate tiebreakers, last-second escapes. Like, they've been on the cusp of, of plays so many times. And then, did you know in the in the COVID year, when it got canceled, they had, si- they had like, six guys seated in the top eight or something crazy really? like that. They, they had all these guys oh, ranked really high. And then that, that's the NCAAs that doesn't happen. Um, that number may be a little high, but it was it was a good number of guys seated to place, and then of course it doesn't happen. Lach- Lachlan McNeil was wrestling in Canada a week ago to make the world, world team, and I was like, <laughs> you read that, I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't bode well. It's like you, you at least want your guy in the in the country getting ready, but freaking, he beats Hines five two, then he beats Demilio eight two. Now he'll have Hardy next. What what a run for him in UNC. Um, Bartlett will have Carlson. Which I believe is a rematch. Uh, yes, it is. A 3-2 win for Bartlett last time around. And Phileas D'Amelio for seventh. Dylan D'Amelio getting on the podium. Wow. I mean, kind of written off several different times this year. Just could not get the wins. But, um, man, showed up when it counted. Ohio State having a really strong tournament. I, yeah, he beat Cole Matthews, who yeah. was the number one ranked guy coming into this I know. season. Cole Matthews freaking... Yeah, we haven't talked about him. I mean, we haven't done FRL since the turn. Two tiebreaker losses this tournament for him. Yeah, I mean, he he's he rides, yeah, he rides out Bo, 
in his 30 second. We're talking about the Matthews Bartlett quarter. And then that second 30, he does the neutral gimmick. Mm-hmm. And he gets taken No down. stall calls. No stall warnings. And he's not he – was, he was engaging. He was, like, faking and trying to attack and just yeah. give, gives up the takedown. And Bartlett gets it done. And then no answers for, for Alira's there. Um, any other 41 thoughts? Uh, I have a question. So okay. uh, not even taking into account Matt, Matt wrestling, if it's just a takedown fest, who do you think wins between Alira's and – uh, Real Woods. I, th- I think Alirez is better on his feet. You think um, so? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you said they're going to wrestle seven minutes on their feet, I think Alirez would win the takedown battle. But because because Real is so good on top, um, <clears throat> that that changes everything. Because that changes yeah. your neutral approach. Sure. You yeah. you can't just fire on this guy because it, you could pay a huge price. You could pay a six point price for that. So when anytime that top threat looms you, you just gotta you have to have a completely different approach yeah. um, and I don't know Alira's may not be thinking that way but that that is a component whether he acknowledges it or not yeah okay 49 speaking of someone who like was written off Shane Van Ness this oh my d- gosh what the heck man I mean he goes he, he he's he goes Undertaker meme against Ethan Miller because we were talking about going into this tournament like he didn't have you look at his wins he didn't really have have them. He yeah. had like a steady, consistent season that put him in like the top thirteen or yeah. whatever. But yeah. he didn't have any win- like super impressive wins. No top twenty wins all year. And then he beats Ethan Miller after being down nine one in the third period. He wins. <laughs> and then he beats Pinero fourteen to eight. And then he's got Rooks, who was almost the story, because Rooks had um, Rooks beats Henson, and then freaking Rooks takes him down three times. <laughs> You're like, bro, Graham Rooks is a king. And yeah. then Van Ness, third period, he gets away, which when you just keep escaping, like, guys can be stunting on you on your feet, but, like, you keep yourself in striking distance, then he gets – Van Ness starts to get his takedowns going. Because one thing you know about Shane, his, motors, his motor is sick. Yeah. And then he gets some takedown and near fall, and, of course, that changed everything. Bringing us to the semifinal match where it's 1-1 – in the third period, Van Ness gets a takedown on Yanni, in which case we're, you're like, what is happening? Yeah. We just watched Spencer lose. Yanni is on the ropes against the 12 seed. <laughs> and then is like, boom, Yanni just snapped into action, escape, takedown, right into near fall. And then it's like, okay, back to our regularly scheduled program. And yeah. Yanni's in the finals. He's got Sasso, who dominated, dominated Kyle Parker. Crazy. I mean, I did not expect that. I mean, we we watched him kind of dominate Parco at Cliff Keen, right? But I mean, you you've seen Parco wrestle this tournament. He's he's looked amazing. Yeah, like, he looked really good, and he's had a tough draw. I mean, Parco has to go through Gomez. <laughs> Gomez in the second round. Gomez, Mahler, and then uh, then Sammy. And Sammy looks great. And it's like, man, after you've seen this tournament, as bad as we say Sammy matches up against Yanni, just like he can't scramble with him theoretically, but. And you can't count him out. Sammy's just looking so, yeah. so good. We haven't we haven't gotten to see him this year, huh? And Yanni, listen, we're also not talking about the fact that Yanni was inches away from getting turned by Max Murin in the quarterfinal. A match I wrote I off this. I wrote off the second it was set. I'm like, this match is this is not a match. And he Murin gets a takedown to make it eight seven, and you're thinking, okay, you do the math. It's like, all right, you need to kick him and get another. Yeah. Because you're not turning Yanni, and then he gets this claw. Oh, Going. I did. You know what? I did see that actually. Yeah, I remember that. And it was crazy, but he didn't quite get the turn. And um, 
Yanni moves on. Murin punches through. Not only beats Lamer, sorry, <laughs> Tyler. Tyler wrestled in Michigan, but he's an unbiased member of the media now. Um, I'm biased. And then he beats Blockus, so now he's top six. Max Murin was three-time blood round, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, he might he might have been two. I don't know. There's, he might have been three. And there's, the crazy thing is there's no way to know. <laughs> there's no sure. way to know. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll go to our graves wondering. Yep. Um, Henson, Mahler. Um, sorry, I'm just reading names. Um, Henson takes out Ma- uh, Thomas in the round of 12. Uh, and Mahler beats Arrington. Then Henson beats Mahler. And uh, that sets up a Henson Van Ness uh Concy semi and a Parco Mirror and Concy semi with Blockus and Mahler rounding out 149. Man, Henson has just continued to prove himself all year. I mean, it's one of those you see a true freshman lose in round two to a 20 seed. You're like, ah, this happens to freshmen sometimes, and they don't. They just have bad tournaments, yeah. and then he he turned it around. I mean, let's let's look at his path. He had and it was not an easy path. You lose in round two, you're it's a long it's road. Long. It's long. So he beats uh, Johnny Lovett, uh, who's tough, in sudden victory. And you're like, okay, man. Then he beats um, Doug Zaff, who I'm pretty sure beat him this year. Then he beats Yaya Thomas, a senior. Who's, uh, Yaya's taken third in civil yeah, before? He's, like? been, he's been third. He was the seventh seed. And Henson gets it done. He just keeps winning. He's got So that's one, two, three, four in a row on the backside. He, he, it's hard to find four wins at this tournament. And he's has five, He has right? five. He has five <laughs> wins. He could have two more. <laughs> This tournament is so crazy. Okay, 157, Austin O'Connor, Levi Haynes is just, like, unreal. I mean, first of all, we got to talk about the Andonia match where he gets bombed oh to his back. Gosh. Some people say he was pinned. I watched the replay. It's my, hard to see. My angle. The ref I, has a better angle. Yeah, the ref has a better angle. My, my angle was, like, kind of straight on. Like, his, his shoulders were, like, looking at me. But you couldn't see the left – Levi's left shoulder. But it looked like – some pins, you're just, like – Based on where everyone's body's position, you're like, he has to be pinned. But it wasn't quite that with with Bryce. It was close. And then Haynes fights off his back, which is like, man, what? So many people are going to their back in this tournament. It's like fighting off your back is such a real skill. Yeah. Um, and Haynes had it. He got off his back. And, and with Bryce, you know, like, if you can keep yourself in the match, you, you can come back against someone like Bryce and – Conversely, Bryce is never out of a match. Yeah. And then Andonian gets a takedown at the end of the first, and then they challenge, and it would have been 8-1 challenge. They wave off the takedown. So then, but then from that point on, Haynes was just like takedown drill, takedown, 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 and then ties it up. He takes him over with a half. Yeah, I, I, I saw the replay where he halved him, and I like, you don't really – you don't really see guys getting halved at the NCAA tournament. He and did the little league half where you you have the half on the left side and you take your right yeah, arm. And grab yeah, the leg. I, yeah, exactly. Like when kids in the club do that, I'm like, don't you can't turn anyone yeah, like that. Yeah, bro. and then <laughs> Levi did it to him. And, Levi and did like, it. it don't I don't know if like if Andonian was trying to like trying to let him through and like try to flip him or something. I don't know. It looked I wouldn't rule that out. <laughs> Andonian is a, a full on lunatic. I mean, his his. I mean, his Saldate blood round match was, or was it a blood round? Yeah, was totally crazy. He's rolling. He's got the lead. He's diving to his back all the time. He's he's nuts. But Haynes, just a controlled victory. No no drama in that Rob match. He gets the takedowns, and that was it. 5-3 win, and it sets up the top two seeds. O'Connor, who's just cruising through. 4-3 win over a very tough Josh Humphreys. 
and that's it. That's the that's the final there. And blood round. Um, Frannick beats the 32 seed Vinny Zerbin, who added the 32 and loses in round one. Wrestles all the way back around <laughs> round of 12. That is insane that we almost had a 32 seed placing here. Do you know what else Vinny Zerbin did this year? No. Beat Levi Haynes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I remember you guys telling me How that. How crazy is That's that? That's wild. Um, Ed Scott takes out Daniel Cardenas in the round of 12, sudden victory. And then he beats Bryce Andonian, who is, mm-hmm. he's like, who has awesome. dominated him yeah. all like they wrestled twice this year and Bryce kind of put it on him, Beat both him times. several times yeah 100% um Will Juan seven points against uh Swenson of South Dakota State new world he must record. have been feeling himself he was really feeling it <laughs> uh he falls to Frantic he'll have Andonian for seventh all-star class rematch, rematch of the NWCA all-star classic Humphrey Scott the other consolation semi there as we kick it to 65 I'm gonna let you speak on this Monday car match because um, oh my, you I have so much to say about this. Get, go off. So <laughs> to start off, Monday gets a takedown right off the bat. Yeah. Um, then car gets out and Monday what takes? No, he mm-hmm. people he turned him with he, a tilt. Yeah. So he's up four zero. Mm-hmm. Car gets away. So what? It's four one. Mm-hmm. Then it ended up being five three at some point. Um, no, no, no. Or did car reverse him? Um, I don't know. All I remember is it ends up the score ends up being 5-5 going into the third period, right? Yeah. But in the second period, Carr had ridden Quincy out to, to the end of the period yeah. and had racked up 50 seconds of riding time. Right. So Quincy takes bottom in the third period, which to me didn't really make sense because he has to get out in 10 seconds or if, 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 if Carr rides him for 10 seconds, it's a wash because yeah. now he has riding time. Even if Quincy gets out, he still needs – it's still tied. Yeah. So you watch their NWC All-Star Classic match, and Carr rode Quincy out yeah. in, the, in the third to win it. It's like, uh, do you think he's going to get out in 10 seconds? Like, to me, it's just take neutral. It yeah. would have been tied. Quincy had two takedowns on or one takedown on him. He had a takedown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't understand it either. I think auto bottom just generally is like, I don't, I just have a hard time understanding it. Like, man, Quincy, your, your best opportunity is on your feet. You've got to thread such a needle, and you've got to thread it against David Carr. It's like, no, take him down. Yeah, um, It's tough, but you know you have two minutes to do it, too. Uh, but choices were made. Carr rides him out, and it sets up Quincy, the rematch. also at the end of the first period, was in on another shot, another double leg. He really almost close. scored. Like he look a heel hook away from a takedown. Yeah. So it's just like you, you got to feel more confident on your feet there than a guy who's ridden you out multiple times now. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's Monday morning quarterbacking, but like not really because yeah, in, in the yeah. moment you're like, mm, it doesn't make sense. But yeah. Keegan cruises against Cam. Uh, Keegan's kind of on fire. He teched Harchla, which I didn't realize happened. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Harchla didn't place. Um, oh wow, which is uh, definitely surprised. He lost to Isaac Oleshnik, uh of NIU, which was a you know reasonably. I mean, it's a twelve over a ten, but. In everyone's mind, you're probably thinking it's Carson there. And he won. He had a minute two of riding time. That was the difference. Wow. That two seconds. And that's a guy who was, what, was he the number one seed at Big Tens last year? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the sport. It's tough. <laughs> Griffith takes out Ramirez to, to place, and then he beats Caliendo, revenging. I mean, he lost to both those guys in his career. He lost to Ramirez, and he's lost to Caliendo. Yeah. He got both those back. He'll have a mean next. Mm-hmm. Hamity Monday. I mean, 
Can we talk this about, weight is crazy, dude. Can we talk dude. about the fact that Dean Hammond cannot beat Cam Amin? Yeah. Like, I'll talk the, about it all day long. Yeah, I bet, you, I bet you freaking will. But it's like the way the way Dean was wrestling, I was like, all right. it. But I know Cam has beaten him, but, like, not this time. And then he freaking – he does it late takedown, yeah. got it done. and uh, Or was it late? It was the third period. Yeah. I don't know if it was late, but – Yeah. And, like, Dean couldn't generate. But Dean's wrestled all the way back. He has a major – 7-3 win. He'll have Monday, and then Griffith Amin, and then Caliendo Olejnik for 7th. For um, sets up O'Toole Carr 3. Yep. You can't rule out any result in that match. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, I, Carr, 2-1 over Griffith, really close, obviously. 6-5 uh, over Monday, so he's he's had some close ones. Okay, 74. Carter Stracci dominates Foca, um, 6-0. Which a match I thought was going to be a little bit closer because Focus looked so good and he had wrestled Carter Tough in the past. It was, it was last season, but it still happened. Labriola once again beats Makai Lewis. Just those guys can't take each other down. Yeah, and uh, it ends up a tiebreaker win. Labriola kind of gets a desperation takedown at the end, but from from Makai, uh, but he gets it done. So we'll have that Big Ten Finals rematch, and it was dominated by by Storacci last time, and it's hard to imagine um, yeah. a, a change in that result. Meanwhile, in the round of 12, you've got uh, Plot takes out Demetrius Romero, which, you know, kind of your heart goes out to Demetrius. He's been in college since, like, 2016 or 17, so so long, and he battles back. He's he's torn his knee multiple seasons, gets to this round of 12, sudden victory, he's beaten Plot, and then Plot gets it done. Um, that's when it's like, there's no... There's no there's no happy endings. Like, Dustin Plot doesn't give a crap about your knee, about your nice stories. Like, no, I'm, I'm here to place. And Plot's on kind of a roll. He beat Ethan Smith. He'll have Makai Lewis next. Ethan Smith punched through, beating Bailey O'Reilly. Uh, Peyton Mako takes out DeVos. And then Nelson Brands. Dude, how about him? He's wrestling awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, it's crazy. His mind good. So he makes the quarters. He drops a a close match to Makai, 2-0. Mm-hmm. And then he's in the round of 12 against Ruth, who he had, he had split with this year, beats him 4-1. And he really kind of handled the Mako match. Like, yeah. no problem there. He'll have Foca in the um, Constellation semis. And it's a weird thing because Iowa is wrestling kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's this cloud of with Spencer losing that's like, how, how excited can you be? And I'm sure yeah. you are, but it's like, man, your big gun went down in such a – you know, incredible fashion. You know, Andy talked with Coach Brands afterwards, and Coach, you know, he said it's to me it's tragic. You know, the what what because Andy like, hey, talk through that fast that last exchange, and Coach Brands like, man, I have a hard time kind of talking through something like that, to, which to me is tragic. Yeah, um, just a brutal, brutal thing. Um, se- uh, seventh place, Mako and Smith gonna wrestle. And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for 174. Starachi's, Starachi's cruising. Penn State's cruising. They're out of control. Five for seven in the semis, which is actually probably going to drop their semifinal record of the <laughs> Kale era, as crazy as that sounds, because it was, like, you know, over 90%. They have seven in the semis? Yeah, because uh, Bartlett and um, Van Ness lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Kekaisen cruises over Trey Munoz, who uh, punched through over Coleman to, to make the 
make the semifinal. Parker's look, looking solid. He had a kind of a really close match with Salazar, which made me think, okay, maybe Trey can keep it closer, but no. And then, man, I thought we'd have a close – I mean, Hadley Brooks is close every time, but no, not, yeah. not this time. Uh, what, what was it, overtime, triple overtime or something? Or was I, just regular overtime last year? Maybe just regular, but yeah. definitely close. Uh, Brooks wins 6-3. Kind of ho-hum win for him, just, you know, just casual dub for him as, <laughs> as, as we've come accustomed to. Will Feldkamp for Clarion, that was that was a cool moment to, you know, be kind of sort of right by the that Clarion squad when he gets it done. Yeah. You see the emotions. They said team. it was their first All-American since 2015 or something like that? Yeah. Uh, who would that? I can't recall who that might have been. Uh, maybe James Fleming, but maybe not. Um, yeah, it's been a, been a little bit for them. Marcus Coleman takes out Fine Silver. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Kane beats Bolin in a rematch from ACC's. And then uh, Caleb Romero takes out Benino, the 25 seed who had never qualified for NCAAs. He makes the round of 12 before getting bounced by Caleb. We're going to have Coleman versus Hiley and Romero versus Munoz in those consolation semis. Feldkamp, Kane for seventh place. I feel like Romero and and Munoz is a really interesting match. Yeah, I don't know to me at least. Yeah, I think it'll be a good match. I think both guys can can score. I mean, we're, we got a, quite a team race. There. After I get through like ninety seven and heavyweight, we can kind of look through like the different scenarios because Penn State's got it basically in the bag. But, but like the team trophy spots are yeah that very live uh, competition there. Um, let's go to ninety seven where Nino Bonacorsi. Oh my gosh! He gives up the first takedown. He's like, "All right, let me go ahead and like get like five or six, five, four or five takedowns on Ethan Laird and went ten four, no problem." Like once he got it going, and he's, I've always loved this about his game. Even when he's in high school, he's like, he just attacks. He just yeah. attacks like his. It's like his default status. Well, he has a weird ability to like get in very extended and still pull the leg in and yeah. still get a takedown. He's got that freaky feel there, and and he can finish, and he finished and finished and finished, and then. Um, he's in the final for Pitt. We've done some like interviews with him. He just—he's just such a sincere guy. Like he's, he's a cool dude yeah. for sure. Um, like Nino a lot. Um, happy for for his success, and um, I'm excited for this final. You know, Pitt, South Dakota State, and yeah, Sloan. I mean, I interviewed Sloan after his quarterfinal match, and I said, "Do you know who you have? Who you have in the semis?" And he goes, "I hope it's Elam." Uh, he goes, yeah. "I want to get a revenge for the Big Twelve finals." And he freaking and he did. And you know, so I talked to Damian Hahn, who I'll, I'll mention, he he smacked my hand so hard after that. I was like, I'm going to be tough because I'm in front of Damian Hahn. But it was like, I was still doing the interview. I was like, my hand is, it was a seven-minute interview. I was like, my hand still stings. It still stings. It was awesome. I mean, he was so pumped. And Sloan, in, in the Big 12 match, um, he didn't get the opportunity to go under Elam, I don't think. and um, Or Elam didn't go under him. Yeah, yeah. And... Sloan, everyone knows his tilt's insane. And this time they get scoreless first period and they they won the toss, so they deferred. And Elam's like, All right, going down mm-hmm. and he gets the four point turn off the till and you get a four pointer in these matches and it's 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 over. It's a death knell. And that that was the case. A seven two win for Sloan. Damian Hahn gets his first uh, NCAA finalist for South Dakota State. Hard to believe he's been there five years, but what a job he's done. They had um they qualified eight. They have a wow. finalist. Carlson placed again, and they had two or three others in the blood round. Like, just a, a, an incredible performance. South Dakota State currently sitting in 13th place. Whoa. They're ahead of 
Minnesota, Northern Iowa, Princeton, Wisconsin, Purdue, Oklahoma State. Like, they're beating a lot of really good teams. What did they say? Get jacked? Get jacked, baby. Get jacked. <laughs> that's my motto, bro. You've been knowing that. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a great – that's a great final. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's a, con- it's a contrast, right? You've mm-hmm. got Nino's offense on his feet. He's felt some wrist tilts. He's from Pennsylvania. He, he, he'll, you can know what's coming, but it's still – Sloan will have his say. And this is a guy – Tanner Sloan was between – he was a, the, the most under-the-radar recruit. He was between South Dakota State and Coe College. He was like, I don't really? know. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if I'm a D1 wrestler. And Cody Caldwell, like, basically was like, hey, you got to get this guy. Yeah. And they freaking get him. And then he's a national finalist. You know, you know, and Drew Foster had a story like that. Like, how many guys are like that that choose the other route and you just never mm-hmm. know about them? Like, how many guys? It really speaks to, like, what is sort of possible. Like, if you're at a certain level and you get in the right program, right training situation, you can do a lot. Um, the hottest man in, in Oklahoma might be the big old beast, Jacob Warner, who has <laughs> proceeded to rattle off one, two, three, four in a row, a la Caleb Henson, beating Bachman. Trumbull kind of dominated him. He pinned Bachman 9 3. So Trumbull, Trumbull is not in the tournament anymore. He is. Uh, that is what that <laughs> is called, yes. Uh, oh, he took out Trumbull and Allred. And Allred, 1 0. Both those guys, not all Americans now. That, because of Warner. You're exactly right. Wow. <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's learning a lot on I'm this Learning episode. how brackets work. No, that's crazy, though, because both those guys are, like, going into the tournament. You're like, these guys are all Americans. I mean, like, last night, Allred puts, puts on the performance of the night, beating Max, Max Dean's 7-2. to two, And it's like, Max Dean's on the podium. Max Dean's, uh, he's wrestling for 7th because he lost to, to Bernie Truax. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Warner on fire. He's top 6. He beat Cardenas, and now he'll have Elam again for that rematch. Then Laird will have uh, Truax in that Constellation semi. Cardenas and Dean will go for seventh. Um, yeah, crazy, cr- crazy run. And, and you, you saw everyone did the math with Warner's draw, and you're like, dude, this is brutal. Yeah. Because you knew Elam was a tough match, and the path back was going to be so tough. You knew he was going to have the Dean All Red loser in his in his path, and he's now two and zero against Silas All Red this year. He beat him in the duel. He beat him again, so uh, good performance by by Jacob Warner. And man, I, this is one of the finals. Forty one, I'm crazy excited for sixty five, obviously, but I can't wait for ninety seven. Well, I think the one I'm most excited for is thirty three. RBY yeah. Vito, you, you believe? I I have been high on Vito all year. Get it on the record. No, no, <laughs> don't say you've been high on Vito. Everyone's high on Vito. Say what you mean. I I said at the beginning of the season, Vito one thirty three champ. Okay. That's what I'm I, that's at. my my hypothesis not hypothesis my prediction hypotenuse <laughs> hypotenuse correct yeah okay Mason Paris all right I'll give you let's a go what the heck? <laughs> he tech followed this man he said you know what let me just score until they stop the match yeah he's he's crazy man he just looks like a different animal this year I, I've been saying it all year I think it's the wolf lion tattoo, tattoo. Oh, lion. It's lion lion tattoo Mason is a different beast yeah he's, he's crazy man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, he's talked about this publicly, but like he had a pretty bad neck injury where he lost a lot of his strength in his arm, and he he got it back. Like he he he's better. He has all his strength in his left arm again, and he's just he, he is just having fun. I mean, 
he's he's wrestling so well, undefeated this year, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mason got, Hodge? Got, question mark. Bro, <laughs> well, it will. He will need to be Greg Kirkfleet. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. Uh, Kirkfleet beats Hendricks in four two. Hendricks got the first takedown, yeah. and then Greg uh, got a takedown of his own, I believe, and then rode him for a long time. I don't know. I don't. Want, that's not a, exactly a case of the auto bottom again, but. Like I don't know, maybe it is. Like maybe you go neutral if you're Hendrickson. He he would have still been down a, a point, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, after Kirkfleet, I think rode him for like almost a minute or yeah. over a minute um, in the second period, and then he chose bottom. It just, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Uh, but Kirkfleet gets it done. He almost tilted him at the end too. Yeah, win, wins four to two, and we'll have that rematch. I mean, this will be their third time meeting. This year, and I don't know how many times they've wrestled in their career, but it's it's a pretty big number at this point. I think style they've wrestled once two years ago um, at NCAAs where Mason beat him pretty bad. Or maybe it was Big Tens, I don't remember. Three times last year where Kirkfleet won all three times, and they wrestled twice this year. So that's a total of maybe six times. They also wrestled once in freestyle, but... Yeah, they wrestled it at the Olympic trials um, once or twice. They might have wrestled twice at the trials. Really? I think I think Kirkley. I think Kirkley beat him, and then Mason tech. beat him back. I'm almost positive yeah. that's what happened. So these guys have wrestled a lot, a lot of familiarity there. Um, looking at the round of twelve, Schultz beats uh, Orndorff two one. Davison takes out Slavikuski, um, a seed we were kind of critical of, and that kind of reared itself. And we literally, it's interesting because we were literally like, Lucas Davison got hosed in these seeds. He had a better season than these guys. He had a better season than Oban Trap, and he had a better season than Slavikuski. And I'm not trying to dance on anyone's loss, but like those seeds were bad. And the seeds got like the seeds we that everyone was critical of. I'm not saying it's just us, but like Caleb Smith, 0 and 2. Um, you know, Steve Pullen drops uh, round one match. Like they they really got to figure out a different way to to do these. But yeah. ultimately, you're still rewarded with an amazing tournament, and everyone's got a shot. I mean. We've seen 27s and 28s on the podium, but um, I'll get off my soapbox there for for, the, for a moment. Davison beats Schultz, gets a takedown. Dude, Davison had to beat Slav and Schultz. Well, he didn't yeah. have to, but um, that, that was he took out two really yeah. good, really good guys. Yeah, it was not required by law. But yeah, it, it was advisable. Yeah, yeah. The good. six seed and the what was Schultz five. the five? Yeah, took out the six and the five. He's a beast. Uh, Elam takes yeah, out. Hold on, back on Davidson Schultz. There was a second there where I thought he was gonna pick him up. Yeah. And when he got his last takedown, like it, he almost just like squatted Schultz for just a second there. Strong, it was crazy. Strong man for sure. Um, Elam takes out McKiernan, eleven five. Hilger beats Skyler. Uh, kind of a mini upset there, but nice win for Hilger as he closes out his his career on the podium. He, he'll wrestle Schultz for seventh. Uh, Hendrickson Davison. Constellation Semi and Elam Cassiope. Um, and that's the that's the run through the semifinal round and all the all the placement matches. Um, looking at this team race, 116 and a half for Penn State, all the way down second, uh, 77 for Iowa, 64 for Cornell. So a little bit of separation there, but here it gets pretty hairy. Cornell, 64, Ohio State, 62, Missouri, 55. So they got it. They've got a little bit of a gap there to make up with against the Bucks, but they've they all have quite a few guys still alive. Michigan lurking at fifty one, tied with Nebraska, who's still um as well as they've been wrestling, they're still on the outside of a 
yeah. a trophy. That's kind of surprising to me. I don't know. I thought that feels like having a good tournament, but yeah. winning the quarters that just gets you top six points. And yeah, got to punch them through. Um, and I'll just re- read through the top ten as uh, Iowa State eighth with forty four, NC State forty one and a half, VT. Virginia Tech, 40 and a half, uh, edging out Arizona State, North Carolina, and South Dakota State, top 13. Um, shout out to them. Tough, tough tournament for Oklahoma State, sitting at 19th. Um, they're, they're in danger of having the, the worst finish in program history. Uh, Andy was telling me their worst finish is 17th. Yeah, I was, I was actually there for that one in 2009. It was, um, yeah, really, really shocking. Um, or maybe it was 16th. I yeah, Clarion top, top 30. How about that? Um, so yeah, uh, still a lot of, of wrestling to be done. Been an amazing tournament, ups and downs. If you're a fan of anyone but Penn State, you've been through the ringer because it's just like this tournament is just pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's so much of it. But I, I I just I wanted to get this out. I wanted to get something up. Um, so yeah, any, anything else, Tyler? Before we go? No, this is. I don't know. It feels like you walk out of every NCAA's thinking that's the craziest NCAA's I've ever seen, and like, yeah. so like I've, that feels that way now. But like maybe it's just like this every year, and I have short term memory. I don't no. know. I, I think there are some special ones, and yeah. I, th- I think this is this is one we're gonna remember for sure. I mean, th- there were all just so many storylines coming in as well, and then you know, there, there's only one. I mean, Metcalf Caldwell was a next level crazy thing to yeah. to have been there for, and Miles Martin getting pinned by Bo Nickel was just like uh, insane. And like twenty, like they happen every few years. But yeah. like, like, you know, last year I don't I don't have like this this vivid of a memory like I do for for these already. Of course, it's still happening. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I I also boys. remember yesterday better than I remember last year. But sure. I I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I super know what happened tonight. Um, all right, that's it. It's eleven forty-one here at the BOK Center. I just I, f- I finally figured out it's not it's, the box it's, center. It's PM, eleven forty-one PM. PM. Yes, we did not do this before <laughs> the semis because um, otherwise we would be geniuses. Okay, I'm going to stop it. Thank you. We'll see you later. Bye.